East Coast to West Coast, Midwest to South, there is no question that the U.S. contains an amount of the best and shifted nightlife on the earth. From evening clubs to jazz collagen, there is something out there caters to everyone's character. The nightlife scene in America is diverse, rambunctious and a whole lot of fun. It's safe to say that there are tons of enormous urban areas brimming with fun and invigorating nightlife. I'm Atefi and I'm an English teacher. Last week I interviewed Puri from Spain and today we are crossing the Atlantic Ocean all the way to the US. Hi, I'm Steven. I'm also an English teacher at Cultura Inglesa. I was born in the United States, but I've been living here in Brazil for the last 10 years. And when I was much younger, I was a bit of a party monster. I used to enjoy going out quite a bit. Nowadays, I go out a little less often, but I still do enjoy a night out every now and then. And this is Cultura Inglesa podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Cultura Inglesa podcast. Hello, dear listeners. I'm back to the podcast this week to introduce you to a dear colleague of mine, Stephen. Steven, you've mentioned you've been living here in Brazil for the last 10 years. Tell us a little how you ended up here and what's your story? Well, how did I end up here? Um, it was actually a choice. I decided to move to Brazil. And the reason I decided was because my mother is Brazilian. So even though I was raised in the United States, I have dual citizenship. And I thought it would be an interesting change of life, change of lifestyle to come here for a bit. And then I just never left. And I've really enjoyed living here for the last 10 years. So I don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon. I really like it here. That's lovely. So I can say you're Brazilian in heart? I am Brazilian at heart, yes. I'm 50-50, 50% American, 50% Brazilian. But I guess my heart would be Brazilian then. That's so nice. So you mentioned when you were younger, you were a party animal. So. What could be the biggest difference? Let's just start with the biggest difference in nightlife. Tell us. Well, the biggest difference in nightlife from compared to the United States, Brazil compared to the United States, I guess would be exactly the fact that in the United States, every state has different laws that regulate the time that alcohol can be served. So for example, in California, alcohol cannot be served after 2 a.m. So what happens in California is that people start going out much sooner than here in Brazil. For example, bars and clubs start filling up at 6, 7 in the afternoon because everything stops at 2 a.m. They can't serve alcohol any longer. So the bars all close at 2 a.m. So that's quite an interesting difference. When I first arrived in Brazil, 
there isn't this regulation, right, according uh, to the laws here about stopping or stopping the, when you must stop drinking. Wow. So now I'm curious to know, is there any state that there is no such law? I mean, you can serve alcohol forever, like, I mean, the whole night? Yeah, it differs from state to state. And I think that one of the best cities for nightlife in the United States is Chicago. And oh, really? I say this because Chicago has such a diverse variety of options that I think it caters for most tastes. There is an incredible restaurant scene there. So if you're a foodie, Chicago's a must go. There's excellent theater there. If you enjoy architecture, the architecture is amazing. But Chicago, I think, is most known for its nightlife scene with regards to live music. There are hundreds of venues of live music, especially for jazz and blues. So if you're a fan of live music, Chicago is definitely the place to go. And on the weekends, Chicago can serve alcohol till four in the morning. So that gives you a little oh. bit more time to drink if, you, if that's what you enjoy. I see. Now that you mentioned, I've always thought Las Vegas is like the heart of nightlife as the city revolves around casinos and you know games and all those things and it never sleeps probably people play games until morning in casinos oh, what would you say you have no idea i lived in las vegas for three years actually before i moved to brazil and wow. las vegas does not have this regulation about drinking so las vegas is definitely the city uh, to visit if you want to party 24 hours a day. Um, so I was right. Yes, you were right. <laughs> Not only that, but all of the casinos have invested in building these enormous nightclubs, nightclubs like you've never seen before, nightclubs that attract uh, the world's most famous DJs with thousands of people partying. So if you are the type of person who enjoys dancing and clubbing all night long, Las Vegas is definitely the scene for you. I can see. Well, I I have no idea, to be very honest, as I mentioned, I, or I didn't, I don't know. I have never been to the US and I might be a bit biased because I've always thought like if I visit US, I want to go to New York only because of some movies and series that we watch, you know, and that's that's my um, that's my not dream but yeah something that I always wanted have you ever experienced nightlife in New York yeah I have been to New York I haven't really experienced that much of the nightlife there I think that New York is in my experience I had more fun during the day because there's so many museums and the park and so many interesting places to go and visit art galleries and so forth. But I think that Chicago rivals New York as far as all of those things. And it's a much less expensive option than going to New York. So if you're on a budget, I would suggest Chicago rather than New York. Not only is Chicago a better option financially, I think that you have to keep in mind the weather. Because if you're a Brazilian visiting the United States, 
a lot of people go quite unprepared for the winter time there. And I Chicago is imagine. known for being a city that's absolutely freezing in the winter. So if you're going to enjoy nightlife in Chicago, <laughs> make sure you pack a heavy coat, boots, gloves, anything to keep you warm, because if not, you're going to freeze to death and that will not be fun. I see. Well, speaking of comparing like nightlife here and there, well, we cannot ignore the fact that nibbling on some bar foods and these kind of things is also a great part of nightlife at least for me which i don't don't enjoy drinking that much i always love the bar food so can you tell us a little about the difference you have noticed yeah i think that it's quite different in chicago because they're um there are quite a few English style pubs there. So if you enjoy this sort of atmosphere where you can go in the afternoon, have a pint, have a burger, maybe some fish and chips, there's a lot of options in, options in Chicago for the, these quaint uh, corner pubs that every neighborhood has. So if that's what you're into, Tefe, then I would definitely recommend visiting Chicago for that. Yeah, definitely. Look, look, I have never had, like, I've never um, come to think of it that Chicago could be a better option to visit. I have a couple of friends who have visited Chicago and they have told me that it's way much better than any other cities. It's just um, not that popular among Brazilian, I guess, you know. So good to know, Stephen. One more thing. I've read somewhere that nightlife in New York can happen any days of the week. Is that true? Yeah, that's absolutely true for New York. New York never stops. Las Vegas is like that also. Any night of the week, there is a party for you to go to. <laughs> If that's... that's that's great, right? Like Monday night, I'm bored. Let's go to the party. This is great if you don't have a job, right, Daffy? Because if you were. <laughs> <laughs> then it's not such a great option, right? To party all night long and then have to go to work on Monday or Tuesday morning. Exactly. That's so true. That's so true. So, about you, you mentioned about the atmosphere in Chicago and um, I don't know, these English style pubs. Anything else that caught your eyes, like which was different about the style of people partying or I don't know? anything, the decor, just... I think that you something us. interesting that you mentioned is that you're not a big drinker, right? You don't like to consume alcohol that much. I would have to say that alcohol culture in Chicago is a big part of their identity. People there oh, tend wow. to drink much more than anywhere else I've ever been. Oh my <laughs> so God. It is part of their identity, yeah. People definitely like to party in Chicago. I think maybe because it's so cold in the winter, there's not much else to do. <laughs> so if you have to stay inside all of the time, maybe this is an option to keep warm and have fun, right? Is drinking, so that is part of the culture. Also in Chicago, I think that if you like architecture, it's an amazing place for you to go on an architecture tour. They have tours on the Chicago River, so you go on a boat, and you go up and down the Chicago River with a tour guide explaining all the different styles of architectures and skyscrapers and high rises. This is not so related to nightlife, but 
you can do it in the afternoon and but still i mean you can do it in the afternoon i i personally love the night i as i said i'm not much of a drinker but i love the night i love the glow of the skyline the the, the tall buildings everything so now i'm trying to picture chicago you know like being on the river tour and looking at the buildings, that might be magical. I can still do it in the evening, you, you know, be my nightlife. Yes, and then after that, you can go to the very top of one of those buildings and have a glass of champagne and look over the beautiful Chicago skyline. Wow. You, you know, like, it's, I'm sure our listeners are all like picturings this this uh, this beautiful scene you know going to the top floor watching the city and so on so let's move from Chicago back to Las Vegas as you mentioned you have lived there for three years and tell us mm -hmm. a little more about Las Vegas because well again whatever picture I have from Las Vegas is from the movies especially the movie 21 where they would like play cards on the, until the morning, gamble and so on. So have you ever been there? How is the nightlife in casinos? The nightlife in casinos, I, I did work in a casino for three years. So the nightlife is, how can I describe this? I guess I would say it's intense. Wow. Because when people go to Las Vegas, they go to Las Vegas with one thing in mind, and that is to party, and have fun and go right? wild Las Vegas. <laughs> yes it's a destination for you to go wild so it attracts people who want to have this type of experience mm -hmm. so oftentimes you see people who have drank a little bit too much or who have maybe lost a little bit of too much money gambling <laughs> so there's also this darker side of las vegas that's not so pleasant right people go there with the expectation of having fun but then don't really recognize their own limits oh yeah right so you see a lot of people in um in this negative situation right do you think that's why it's called sin city i don't know absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah that's one of the reasons why it's Oh, it's the city. Yeah. So, um, what about casino? Like, okay, you guess, you know, I'm a foodie. So, is there any good food in casinos? I mean, for our foodie listeners who would like to go to casinos, maybe not gamble and lose everything, but like enjoy the only the scene, you know, the experience. I'm like that. So. Um, yeah, I think about 20 years ago, Chicago started, or not Chicago, Las Vegas started really reestablishing its identity. And one of those ideas was for it to become a gourmet town. So it's attracted every major celebrity chef to build a restaurant there. So if you're a foodie, Las Vegas is definitely a town that you should visit. But bear in mind that you should come with a lot of money because nothing there is cheap. The restaurants are quite expensive, especially the more famous ones from the celebrity chefs. So you can go on a budget, but you're not going to have a five-star Michelin meal without having to pay for it. So yes, you can go, you can have fun without gambling, but it's that, uh, that option that might be a bit more costly. Well, gambling is costly as well, right? Yeah, if you definitely. lose. So. 
<laughs> I'm like you, Jeff. I hate gambling. I lived there for three years and I, I never gambled. Maybe I played, uh, I don't know, the slot machines once or twice, <laughs> but I feel like I work too hard for my money to give it away exactly. to somebody. For <laughs> That's the same thing, Stephen. I don't know how people can do that. Like, seriously, it's, it's, it hasn't come easy that you were just letting, let it go so easily. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And you said you worked in a um, casino, right? So you have yeah. seen nightlife from the other side as someone who worked have, yes. during the night yeah. and see the nightlife as a person who worked a night, night shift, right? Can you tell us a little about that experience? Well, I stayed there for three years and it was enough for me because it's quite different seeing the casino from the other from the other side um, of the tourism yeah. of the tourism spectrum, right? That's what you it have meant. tourists that come, they spend two or three days, they party hard, they're quite demanding, and then they leave. And it's this cycle that goes over and over. And it's quite exhausting actually living and working in that in a tourist town, I think. It can be quite lonely sometimes if you don't have uh, a close group of friends working in a tourist town because you never see these people again, right? They come into your life for three or four days and then they leave and it's this whole cycle that repeats itself. So you have to surround yourself with good friends, with positive energy exactly. so that you can survive being in that atmosphere. Yeah, you said three or two days. That's that's what they say. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas because it's too short, you know, like they just do whatever they want and that's that's it. Well, I want to ask you one final question that that you make one final comment like which one you like better? You have been here to bars and what is something that Brazil has or that you have never seen in another place and that's something that you really like and enjoy? For me, I think that would have to be the fact that you can sit on the beach, have a cold beer in your hand or a caipirinha in your hand on the beach and have food served to you on the beach. Because in the <laughs> United States, this is illegal. You cannot drink alcohol on the beach, and there are no restaurants that serve you right on the sand. So Brazil definitely has this in favor, than in favor of the United States, is this uh, this beach culture, right? It's amazing. That's, that's really awesome. Never thought about it. You're totally right, you know, like you just, ask and you've been served <laughs> on the beach right exactly so now it's time for how do you say the part of our show in which we explore some vocabulary related to the episode subject. So, Stephen, you mentioned on a budget a lot when you were talking about Chicago. Tell us, how do you say that in Portuguese? Budget in Portuguese, the word means orçamento. 
But the expression yeah. traveling on a budget means economizar no orçamento da viagem. So you're counting your pennies, you're economizing during the trip. You also mentioned the word gamble a lot when we were talking about Las Vegas. How do you say that in Portuguese? Uh, gamble means apostar. É, mm -hmm. Ou jogar no sentido de apostar dinheiro. That means gamble. And this is what we do in Las Vegas, right? It's legal there. That's not good, but yeah, at least it's legal, right? <laughs> it is legal and a lot of people love it. Uh, Atefe, I said the word skyline. How could we say yeah. skyline in Portuguese? Well, the direct translation would be horizonte, you know, but I don't believe that's the exact meaning because it's when they say skyline it's like when you look at the city from like up or top of a building and then you see all the buildings and skies are all sky all together so that's that's a skyline you know okay and what about the word foodie how can we explain foodie in portuguese um well that's is someone who who appreciates food, right? So I can say apreciador de comida de restaurantes. Am I right? Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Yeah. Great. Thank you. And all of these terms were used in our conversation. So perhaps you want to listen to this episode again to notice them being used in the context of the talk. true joy talking to you Stephen. I hope our listeners enjoyed it as much as I did. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and tag us at at sign Cultura Inglesa São Paulo SCP at sign Cultura Inglesa BA or at sign Cultura Inglesa SC with your impressions about this week's episode. Thank you so much Stephen. It was a pleasure. Thank you. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast.